Welcome to You Are What You Love, your window into the future of spirituality. We're going to talk to you about your life and the evolution of your soul while we bring alive the essence of eternal truth. So here is your host, the author of You Are What You Love, Waishali. And welcome to another exciting episode of You Are What You Love. And I'm Waishali, the wild child of the airwaves, your spiritual hostess, with the wild woman mostest, the beyond karma queen of radio and literature. You'll also recognize me as the author of You Are What You Love and my soon-to-be-released book, Wisdom Rising. And after playing musical chairs with the phone number here in the studio for the last couple of weeks, we've returned to the original number. So if you'd like to call in over the next hour and ask the wild woman any question of relevance in your life, if you've got a question about what a spiritual lesson you're going through is about, maybe you want more information on your life purpose, maybe you want to understand something about a dream that you have, maybe you want to understand where you sabotage your personal happiness or your growth that's what the wild woman is here for so feel free to give me a call here at the studio at 877-520-1150 that's right we return to the original number of 877-520-1150 feel free to give me a call here or you can join me in the chat room i'm online live and wild at ctr chat Dot com. You're welcome to join me here and text message a question if you're shy and you're just not that way. Again, you can call in at the toll-free number here at 877-520-1150. And I want to invite you all to formally and officially visit the most beautiful purple website in all of internet land and that's at purplev.com v is in violet v is in wishali purplev.com and we have some exciting new features on the website there's a multimedia room where you can see the wild woman in action and if you've been sitting listening to this program saying i wonder what the wild woman looks like i wonder how many different colored purple outfits she has i wonder what different things she can do with her hair you want to go to purplev.com, go into the multimedia room, and there all of your Washali voyeuristic questions will be answered. There are a number of videos where you can see the wild woman in all of her blazing purple glory. We also have a calendar that we've improved. It's a month at a glance. So you can take a look at the month and click on any given day, and it'll give you the details. You can check out any of the other internet radio shows that I do by going to purplev.com and clicking on events and then all things Wishali. And you can sign up for my email list. That's right. Once a week, I send out a brightly colored email with my smiling purple face that lets you know about the different radio shows I'm going to be on, personal appearances, and any of the guests I might be having on my show. And to get on the mailing list, all you have to do is email me, V, V is in vivacious, V is in violet, V at purplev.com and say, hey, wild woman, I want on your mailing list and we shall make it so. And I also want to let you know that if you have uh, voyeuristic needs that aren't getting met on the website, on my website, you can go to youtube.com forward slash purple haze, H-A-Z-E, 
Press. YouTube.com forward slash Purple Haze Press. And there's some more videos of the Wild Woman live. And there is the Longinus trailer. Longinus, book one of the Merlin Factor, happens to be one of my favoriteest books in all of the world, written by the fabulous Stephen Maines. And there is a flash animation trailer for him on YouTube.com forward slash Purple Haze Press. And if you are a fan of flash animation, you will not want to miss it. It is 90 seconds of absolute glorious beauty. So once again, it isn't going to take a lot of your time to go to YouTube.com forward slash Purple Haze Press. I also want to let you know that if you've called in in the past to talk to the wild woman and we didn't have time, or perhaps you wanted to call in, but you didn't necessarily want your question to go out on the air, you can always contact me for an individual session. And that's available by going to my website or emailing me v at purplev.com. I also want to let you know that my new book, Wisdom Rising, is available for pre-sale on Amazon.com. So go to Amazon.com, put in Wisdom Rising, you will see the most beautiful purple book in all of Amazon land and go ahead and feel free to pre-order that book now and be the first on your block to have it come to you and uh, for those of you that are fans of Vision Magazine let me tell you your day has come because that's right Vision Magazine has an interview with the wild woman and I will be talking about consciousness as the most advanced technology on the planet so I want to encourage you to pick up the June issue of Vision Magazine and look for the interview with the wild woman and I see that we have Mike from Santa Monica and why don't we go ahead and bring Mike on Uh, Mike it says here you've got some words of encouragement Hi, wild woman. Hi, sweetheart. What's up with you, wild man? Well, I, I again stumbled onto your radio show for the second time, and I wanted to call you the first time because uh, you have such a great positive attitude, and uh, that uh, philosophy of that you are what you love just uh, rings true in such a simple and direct way with me. I couldn't resist finally making the call and just telling you that you have a great show and and the more that you spread around your word the, the better this planet will be marry me have my babies thank you <laughs> thank you my love oh uh, thanks wild woman i really appreciate that because you know you are what you love and you love whatever you give your attention to is a spiritual law. And I find uh, exactly as you were sharing, Mike, that when I first heard the spiritual law, you are what you love. And you love whatever you give your attention to. It was such an inner revolution in my life. Because this idea that we have in our culture that love is a romantic notion. Love involves you seeing another person without their clothes. Love is something that has to do with candlelight dinners or maybe puppies and kittens and things you have an affection for. And we don't understand that our attention, our consciousness is our divinity. It is love. And when we give our awareness to something, we're imbuing it with love. And this whole idea that you are what you love and you love whatever you give your attention to is such a sobering wake-up call, isn't it? Because it allows you to stand and and take a couple of steps, objective steps back from your life and look at what you're giving your attention to and say, do I really want to love worrying all the time? Do I really want to love being critical of myself and others? Or is there something that I feel I came to the planet to make a more useful monument 
with my love. And so I want to thank you so much, sweetheart, for calling up and saying that you are what you love has made a difference in your life. Because i got to tell you, sweetheart, when I heard that phrase, you are what you love and you love whatever you give your attention to, it's one of those things that's one of those most profound inner wake-up calls that what we're looking for in life is things that help us remember how to stay awake, how to be more conscious of ourselves as powerful forces of love and if there was a more powerful force than you are what you love and you love whatever you give your attention to well then i'd be ripping off whatever that more powerful saying is but, <laughs> uh, do so, you ever feel that when you listen to music or you see uh, some work of art that that you feel uh, different for several days you feel like higher like like closer to uh connecting and uh that you like become a part of the performance and, and a part of the performer and you understand what they're saying and does that ever happen to you um what happens for me more and more mike is this realization that there is no separation that there's this profound interconnectedness of life and that how we live our life and how we share even the smallest of things, maybe uh, passing somebody on the street and smiling and waving, uh, how profound that is. You know, I, uh, I, I live in Florida, and it's a town that it has a seasonal tourists. So when it's in season, which is in the winter, that's when everybody wants to come to Florida. There's twice as many lines, twice as much traffic. There's twice as many people. And uh, I remember I was at a grocery store. And we, there was a line, and it's in season, so the line is longer than normal. And the guy in front of me was just going on and on about, can you believe how long this line is? And the guy, listen, the guy is like 85, and I'm thinking, what, you got a hot date you got to go to, dude? I mean, so it takes you 10 extra minutes. I mean, big deal. Get over it. You're in Florida. You're in a beach community. Relax. You know, uh, loosen your banana hammock there and take a couple of deep breaths. So um, I said, no, it's really not that big a deal. The, 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 they've got uh, as many people here at the cash registers as they can they're getting to us as fast as they can it's not that big a deal and the woman behind the cash register was listening to all this and i looked over at her and i could see that she was on the verge of tears and i got out of line and i went and stood behind her and i just whispered in her ear don't pay attention to this guy you're doing the best that you can you're doing a great job uh, the rest of the people here know that you're doing the best that you can. Don't worry about it. Don't let this one guy and whatever he's got, he obviously needs some kind of rectal removal of something. But whatever he's got going on, don't let that determine your value and power and worth in this moment. You're doing a great job. You're helping all these people. You're doing a great service. Just know that we love you. And she kind of pulled it together. And then I got back into line, and the next time I came and saw her, which was a few weeks later, she had, was on a break, and she pulled me aside, and she said, I was ready to have a serious meltdown. And it was on the verge of tears, and I thought I was going to lose it, and I just wanted to throw something at this man. And you came, and you stood behind me, and you told me, take some deep breaths, don't take this guy seriously. And she said, I want to tell you, it made the difference between having a nervous breakdown in my day and not. And for me, it wasn't that big a deal. It was just... Just being in the moment, just being there, speaking my truth. But what come, becomes more and more acute for me is the interconnectedness of life. That what seems to me to be just a simple, off-the-cuff kind of simple comment 
made the world of difference to this woman's sanity in that moment and how profound our lives are and how profound an effect we have when we show up from a heartfelt place, when we don't come from ego, when we don't come from judging or criticizing, when we just show up and look at the world and say, if I was in their shoes, how would I want to be treated? How profound and earth-shaking that has and that effect has in another person's life. Uh, that is really what's become more and more really a profound wake-up call for me, how to not take the smallest things that you do and the smallest amount of love that you share with another person, how to not take that for granted because it has such a profound impact on the people around you because no amount of love is ever wasted. Does does that that make sense, sweetheart? Is that my kind of backing up into your question? It totally does. It it really makes sense. And it really takes away a lot of the hard decisions out of life. You know, if you act act on it with uh, uh, awareness and and love and, and kindness, really. And it sounds to me like what you did was, was really kind. And it just uh, grew uh, on all sides. And you affected all those people. Uh, I wish that I could be more patient like that, you know, in my real life. But... Uh, listening to you and realizing how sincere uh, your show is, uh, uh, you're probably reaching, you know, more than more than uh, you even know, really, uh, because uh, I was really having a, a bit of a hard time. I'm, I'm really tired, and I was thinking, boy, uh, you know, you are what you are what you love, and what you love is what you give your attention to. And, and and when you I, say uh, that, when you uh, say that I wish I could be more like that in my real life, this is my story about you, Mike. You don't have love. You are it. You're a force of divine love right here, right now. And this idea of being patient and sharing, it's not work, it's not effort, it's a choice. It's a choice between fear and love in each moment. And my story about you, sweetie, is that you're choosing love because that's what you identify. That's my story about you. I'm sticking to it, and I'm inviting you to join me in how you define yourself as a force of love. Because I'm not leaving from that definition. So my suggestion would be that you join me here because the view is nicer. (laughs) Yeah, it is. uh, Well, it really is calming and, you know, pleasing listening to you. And, you know, uh, everybody, I'm sure, feels that they're coming from a different place. But uh, I I agree that... uh, you know, if you are what you love, then if you love, that's what you are. You are and, love. You and don't have it. You are. You are it. And and our my suggestion is when you realize that you are what you love and you love whatever you give your attention to, you'll choose that there's nothing in it for you to give your attention to anything limiting unless you love living in a limiting place and having a limiting existence. But let's let's you and I right now in this moment, Mike. Let's claim that we've learned everything we need to need to from living in a limiting place, and we're not choosing to love that anymore. We're choosing to learn everything that we need to about ourselves, about life, and about the power of love from an unlimited place, because that's what we love. That's our story, and we're sticking to it. So I want to thank you so much for calling, Mike. Hugs and kisses and blessings to you, my love. Hugs and kisses to you, too, wild woman. You rock. listening. Thank God. Uh, Thank you, sweetheart. Rock on, baby. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Angel.
I want to remind you all that you're listening to The Wild Woman on You Are What You Love. I'm Wishali. I'm the author of the book You Are What You Love. And my new book, Wisdom Rising, is now available for pre-sales on Amazon.com. Go to Amazon.com right now. Put in Wisdom Rising. And there you will see the most beautiful purple book in all of Amazon land. Be the first one on your block to have your book come home in a box. And order it now on Amazon.com. And I want to also invite you to pick up the latest copy of Vision Magazine in Southern California. And there is a fascinating interview with the Wild Woman, and you'll see me in all of my purple glory. And again, please go to the website, purplev.com. Click on Events. Click on All Things Wishali, and there you'll learn about all the other different radio shows that I do. Or you can email me, V, V is in violet, V at purplev.com, and sign up for the emails, and I will send you a fabulous purple email once a week that tells you who my guests are. And um, we actually had a caller, Rose, from New York. We lost her. I'm going to go ahead and answer her question anyway. We've got somebody else who text messaged a question, and I'm going to get to that too. But if you were listening to The Wild Woman and you had a question you wanted to ask about your spiritual life, question you wanted more information about, maybe what a lesson you're going through or how to deal with something challenging, call in here at the studio at 877-520-1150. That's right. The hotline to the wild thing is 877-520-1150. 1150. And Rose called, and Rose, I'm hoping that you're hearing this. Um, you can also go to my website and I or email me via Purple V, and I will tell you how to go online and download any archive show so you can hear the show after the broadcast is over. But Rose said that her husband had passed away, and she wanted some insights on the life purpose now that he's gone. And I'm going to go ahead and answer this because this is a great question for anybody who is listening, for anybody who has lost a loved one. Maybe it's a child. Maybe it's a significant other. Maybe it's a good friend. Maybe it's one of your beloved pet companions. One of the things about crossing over is that death is a universal experience. Death is something that all of us ultimately will engage in, in the same way that if you're here on the planet, you engaged in the process of being born, and you engaged in the process of having a life, regardless of whether that was 10 minutes or 10 years or 100 years. Having a birth experience, a lifespan, and a death experience are universal. Why are they universal? Because they're profound gifts, and there's something in it for us to have this profound gift. And crossing over, returning home, is a gift that we are given by divine love and wisdom for a wonderful life lived, for having completed our life purpose here. There is no such thing as a failure in death. I know you hear the media all the time say so-and-so succumb to their battle with cancer or their battle with this or that. Dying is not a failure. It is the ultimate cure, and it is our gift for a well-lived, well-fought life where it's time to come home because we have met our challenges. And one of the things about relationships, when one part of that relationship is crossed over, is that it it isn't over because love never dies. My favorite mystic, you've heard me talk to him before, I refer to him as my boyfriend, is the great 18th century 
scientist, inventor, mystic, Emanuel Swedenborg. And I could go on the entire show about Emanuel Swedenborg. He was voted by Stanford University to be one of the most brilliant people to have ever lived. He is in the Guinness Book of World Records for one of the largest IQs. He's the one that figured out what the cerebellum is for, the pituitary gland, the endocrine system. He wrote four volumes on the human brain, studied with Sir Isaac Newton, with Sir Edmund Haley. He ground his own glass, made his own telescope, made his own microscope. He was a metallurgist. He was a member of Sweden's parliament. He's considered to be the Swedish da Vinci. Again, there, there just simply isn't enough time in the show to go into all of the different Renaissance fields that Emanuel Swedenborg is a master of. And I encourage you to Google him. And it's Sweden, like the country, B-O-R-G, Emanuel Swedenborg. And that's Emanuel with an E as opposed to Emanuel with an I. And when you Google Emanuel Swedenborg, be prepared to be sitting in front of your computer for quite a while because the information is endless. And this is one of the things that Emanuel Swedenborg says about relationship when somebody that we love is crossed over. He said the potential for closeness, for intimacy, is heightened. That's right. You didn't, you didn't mishear me. There's nothing wrong with that dial. There's no static on your radio. That's right. When somebody that you love is crossed over and no longer has a body, your potential for intimacy has heightened. And this is why our consciousness, our awareness is powerful. It is our divinity. And when you give your attention to something, you're giving it your love. You're giving it your divine energetic juice. And when we think about somebody that we love and we feel them in our heart, there is no separation. That person that you love and yourself are one. And why the potential for intimacy is heightened is because they don't have a body anymore to get in the way. That shared space of oneness doesn't have any physical limitation. Our purpose here in life for all of us is to grow and is to learn. That's why the physical world was created, was so that we had an arena to practice growing in. Arena, I might add, that provides us with an environment we cannot fake it in. We are either giving our attention to fear or we're giving our attention to love. But you don't fake it here. This is the you can't fake it, keep it real arena. And the purpose of all life is to grow beyond limitation. The purpose of all life is to realize that there's nothing in it for us to give our attention to something limiting. There's nothing in it for us to love a limiting state of existence. Unless you haven't learned everything that you need to from a limiting existence. If you still feel there's something in it for you to live a limiting existence, then my suggestion is you continue to give it your attention until you've decided that there's nothing in it for you. Until you decide that what you want to learn from is an unlimited existence and see what that feels like and see what that yields and see what potential that offers you. So for those of us who are still here, what is our purpose? Our purpose is to continue to grow. What are we here to grow? Where are we here to grow? How are we here to grow? We're here to grow beyond what limits us. We're here to grow beyond where we restrict ourselves. We're here to grow beyond where we identify with something other than divine love and wisdom.
And I want to remind you all that if you'd like to call the Wild Woman here in the studio, you're welcome to do that. I know we've been playing musical chairs with the 800 number, and it's been changing every week, but here it is for today. If you would like to ask the Wild Woman a question, you're welcome to do so at 877-520-1150. Again, that's 877-520-1150. That's a hotline here to talk to the Wild Woman. And again, I want to remind you that if you'd like to get on my email list and learn about the different radio shows that I do, the different public events, different things I've got going, I would officially invite you to email me, v, v is in violet, v at purplev.com. And we will send you a fabulous purple email letting you know what shows are on, who's going to be on it, and give you some links to click to. I also invite you to go to youtube.com forward slash Press. And there we've got some exciting videos. We've got the Longinus video, which is a flash animation, a 90-second flash animation, beautiful, beautiful piece on the book Longinus, book one of the Merlin Factor. And Stephen Maines has been on my radio show. And if you would like to know how to download those archive shows, email me. V, V is in violet, V at purplev.com. And I'll let you know how to listen to any of the archive shows. And again, the number here in the studio is 877-520-1150. Maybe you're going through a challenging time in your life. Maybe you want to understand more how you are sabotaging yourself. You're welcome to call the Wild Woman here at 877-520-1150. That's why Divine Love and Wisdom Put My Goofy Butt on the Planet was here to tell you to call 877-520-1150. I also want to remind you that my new book is called Wisdom Rising. Great name for a book, isn't it? Great name for a porno star. So if you're a porno star and you're listening to this, may I suggest that you change your name to Wisdom Rising. But go to Amazon.com. Put in select books, put in Wisdom Rising, and be the first on your block to get your book to come home in a box. And uh, again, if you are in the Southern California area, pick up the June issue of Vision Magazine. There's a very interesting interview that I have there about technology and consciousness. And the idea is our consciousness is the greatest form of technology there is. So you can also join me here in the chat room. I'm at C. CTRchat.com. CTR for Contact Talk Radio Chat. CTRchat.com. And we have a question that was text messaged me about uh, Wishali. I have a question about my life purpose. Uh, what path should I take? And uh, we've been talking a little bit about life purpose. And one of the things about life purpose is that it's a universal and eternal thing. It's inexhaustible. So we could have a conversation every day about somebody's life purpose and never exhaust the subject matter. And there are some parts of life purpose that are universal, that are ubiquitous to every single person. We're all here to grow. We're all here to grow beyond what limits us. We're all here to grow beyond where we give our attention to things that restrict and hijack our life. We're all here to take our life back from wherever it dwells in a hellishly limited existence. But we also have individual things that we came here to work on. And we all have a purpose in taking our life. We don't just come here randomly. There is a purpose in why we choose to come by, why we choose to come back, why we choose to take a body. And um, 
for the person who chat who text messaged me here in the chat room about their life purpose. This is what I'm getting, sweetheart. One of the things that you wanted to work on in this life purpose is something that challenges you. And I think most of the people who are listening are going to relate to this because I think they're going to find that it challenges them as well. And that's patience. One of the things that you wanted to work on in this life is patience. Because when we are patient, we are aligned with infinite, abundant intelligence. All impatience is run off of a fear that there's not enough. Life is a choice. There are two emotions on the planet. It's fear or it's love. You're either giving your attention to fear or you're giving your attention to love. And when you're impatient, you're actually giving your attention to a fear-based story that there isn't enough time, there isn't enough love, there isn't enough money. One of the things that you wanted to work on is to take your love back from where you have it bound by some fear-based story that there isn't enough. And you want to practice bringing the intelligence of patience into your life. Because when you are aligned with patience, you are aligned with infinite abundance because you know that there is enough and that you are enough. And I think that you're going to find that that doesn't put your panties in a twist as badly as impatience. And I see that we have the lovely Julia from Louisville, Kentucky. Can we bring Julia on? Wild one. Yes, hello. Happy Saturday, everyone. Hey, sweetie. Julia, I want to... I want people to know that you are one of the most fabulously gifted psychic mediums it's ever been my pleasure to know. And you also have a, a radio show. Would you tell people about your radio show and how they can get on your email list? Oh, yes. My radio show is called Namaste, Beloved, where each and every week we continue to put reality back into spirituality. It's aired Wednesday through Friday from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio. And they can uh, contact me by going to the official Namaste, Beloved, Beloved website at namastebeloved.com. And uh, uh, w- would you tell everybody what your motto is, honey, for your radio show? I love this. Yes, putting reality back into spirituality. <laughs> I love that wild one. <laughs> I love saying it. And uh, I know that you, you are working on a book that you're going to have out soon, and we're going to have you on the show to talk about that. Uh, because anyone who's enjoyed any of the Harry Potter-like series is going to really enjoy your book uh, that you have coming up. And um, I encourage people to email me, v at purple v, and uh, let me know if you'd like more information. If you're a Harry Potter fan or you like that type of genre of novel, to email me, and I will make sure that you know about Julia's book when it comes out. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I was feverishly working. Then I saw what time it was. It was time for the Wild Woman Hour, and I had to take a break so I could join in on the wildness and everything. But I did have a question. I had posed this last week to you privately, but I know that a lot of people, you know, they're always asking, you know, when is the one, you know, when am I going to find the one? Now, for the first time in many years, uh, that question came up to me for me personally, and uh, you helped me find the answer for myself, but it, 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 it cropped up again this week. And uh, apparently it's not just the group consciousness of the one, but there is an actual one individual. So I was wondering if you had any insight to impart yes. upon myself. I'm so glad that you asked this question. And why I'm, why I'm sharing with Julia uh, 
this really imperative issue that I think is universal and a lot of people who are listening are going to find that it's relevant in their life. I want to remind our listening audience that if you want to call and talk to the wild woman, you're welcome to do so at 877-520-1150. Again, that's 877-520-1150. And my suggestion would be that you get some girl-on-girl action on and call 877-520-1150. And if you call why I've still got Julia on the line, then you can get girl-on-girl action because there isn't a better psychic medium than Julia. And Julia, this is one of the things I want to share, sweetheart. You and I have had long conversations about this. And I think just about every woman on the planet is going to be able to relate to this. And one of the areas of spiritual growth and spiritual maturity is owning that we are treasured and adored because when you embrace your divinity when you accept it when you define yourself as divine love and wisdom i don't have it i am it and no one and no thing on this planet has the power to change that when you own that you are divine love and wisdom you also own that you are treasured and adored because when was divine love and wisdom never treasured and adored and this is where most women become very spiritually anemic and this is a part of their life where they don't really bring a lot of consciousness circulation to bear where that's a part of their their spiritual body that atrophies because they don't have a lot of spiritual consciousness circulating there we don't relate to ourselves as treasured and adored we don't have a story about ourselves as being treasured and adored We don't see ourselves as treasured and adored because we see our value and power and worth is in nurturing other people. And that the more that we take care of our significant other, our family, uh, meet whatever the latest requirements are for the Girl Scout uh, troop that our daughter is in or whatever our kids got going on in the science club or being the parent of the month at the PTA that most of our as women most of our value power and worth goes out to nurturing other people and we see our value and power and worth and related to what we do to other people how we work for other people and we don't own that whether we did these whether we baked another cookie or not whether we went to another soccer game or not We are treasured and adored right now because we don't have love. We are it. And when you own that part of your spiritual nature as being treasured and adored, you open up a door for that energetic link for somebody to come in and treasure and adore you. But if you don't see yourself as treasured and adored, you don't identify with that, there's no space in your life to connect to a relationship that values that and can build on that truth. Does that make sense? Oh, that makes all the sense in the world. But well, what about those of us women who, well, I guess it would apply to that to us as well, because I never felt the need to have someone else in my life. And when it keeps getting directed, because, you know, I do a reading on myself. Yes, I can read myself, but there's sometimes I need clarity. That's why I, I, I pick on my Shali. <laughs> well, you know, this is this is, you're right. The bottom line is that, our, our partners aren't our savior. Our partners are our mirrors. There are relationships to help us grow, but they're not our saviors. We This whole Jerry Maguire idea that you complete me is probably one of the biggest lines of BS ever to hit the planet because you've got to complete yourself. You've got to own that you are a force of love unto itself and complete and whole all by yourself, that you can share that with other people, but you're not 
putting that job on other people. That's your job as a spiritual creature is to complete yourself by identifying with yourself as love. Other people can't complete you. That's what you're here to do is grow beyond any story or identification of being incomplete. So that, that's absolutely true for everybody on the planet. Nobody is here to complete you. But we all need each other because if we didn't need each other, we'd incarnate on a planet with just our own sad, sorry gluteus maximus we wouldn't incarnate with anybody else if we didn't need other people but the fact is that there are six and a half billion other gluteus maximuses here so that means we need each other and we need each other in a big way because divine love and wisdom doesn't create what it doesn't need so if we're here with six and a half billion other people that means we need relationship and we need other people we need it to grow we need it to share more love to share more play to share more fun so you're right absolutely it's very useful for you not to identify with somebody who needs somebody to make you complete or you need this to have a fulfilled life but do we need each other to share more fun and to share more love and to, to share to bring more meaning to our life absolutely so you can open up the door to i'm ready to share more love i'm ready to share more playfulness i'm ready to share more truth i'm ready to bring more meaning to my life with other relationships here that are loving that acknowledge my divinity and know the true meaning behind namaste beloved absolutely okay that makes sense so i just need to quit being so selfish because i never wanted to be bothered with other people in my life, you know, because I've got a lot to do. But I, now I, you've opened my eyes. I'm glad I called. You opened my eyes once again. And I want you, you to something to chew on. I want you to hang in here, sweetie, because okay. you know you're you're not here by accident. I want to bring on Sandra. Sandra is from Santa Clarita, and uh, she wants to know: Is the loved one that she lost all right? And um, Sandra, are you there? Yeah. Are you there, sweetheart? Yes, I am. Can you can you talk to me more about is a loved one that you lost all right? I'm assuming you're you're not talking about you were following somebody on the freeway and you lost sight of them. I'm assuming you're talking about somebody is not having a human experience anymore. Exactly. Yeah. He he he. Uh, I found him passed away dead suddenly, and uh, it was very. Okay, the first thing that I want to say is any time that somebody leaves the earth plane, they are already in a much better state than the rest of us that are here. Because the three-dimensional nature of the planet earth and the survival issues of having a body and having to feed it and clothe it and shelter it, uh, that puts us in a completely different dynamic than those who are on the other side. So anytime anybody is crossed over, they're already going to be in a much better shape than they were than they were here. And I want to encourage you to email me at V at Purple V so I can email you and tell you how to download the archive show that I did on this station with Melon Thomas. And Melon Thomas is in my book, You Are What You Love. He's in the end of chapter eight. His, he's going to have a book about his ex near-death experience. He died for probably over an hour and a half. We know it was an hour and a half, but it was probably closer to two hours or longer that he was dead. And his body was even stiff when he came back. And so when I'm talking to you and sharing this, not only am I sharing this from the writings of Emanuel Swedenborg, but I'm drawing on people who actually died and came back. So it's not my opinion. It's not intellectual conjecture. This is known 
actual experience. And for people who have died and come back, there's a consistency of this experience. And one of the things that they all say is as soon as you get out of that burden of survival, you are just in a state of exquisite bliss and exquisite joy. So uh, I would I would really be for- focused more on your personal happiness than worried about your loved one because they're already in a better space. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, I want I want you to hear this story from Melon Thomas. I want you to be able to listen to this archive show because it's so powerful. So again, I want to invite you, Sandra, and anyone who's listening, email me v at purplev.com, and I'll give you directions on how to download that archive show. But uh, you just happen to be very fortunate, Sandra, that you called at a time that I've got Julia Cole. Uh, she's an incredible psychic media. Julia, give out your home phone number. And I want you to share with Sandra what you're getting because one of the things about Julia is she's phenomenal. If there's somebody who's crossed over, she can see them. She can talk to them. They're right there in the room with her. She's one of the most profound psychic mediums. It's ever been my pleasure to know. She will knock your socks off. So, Julia, for Sandra and for other people out there, let them know how they can get a hold of you. Well, you can call me directly at area code 502-742-4896, and you can contact me uh, by going to namastebeloved.com, and that has all the information um, you can you can see on the website, uh, the readings, the type of readings I give, the type of uh, information, um, you call it, uh, services I provide, because I'm not just uh, a psychic reader or a medium, also I'm a life coach, I also do spiritual counseling uh, on various levels, because uh, a lot of people come to me and they are in need of healing on many levels. And part of what I do is connect those who have uh, crossed over with those who have remained here. I'm John Edward in a dress. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, with better cleavage. <laughs> yes, with better cleavage. And uh, first thing I want to ask, Sandra, now, it is a male, and, yes. and, 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 and he, was, he, was, he was older than you? Yeah. Okay. Because I keep picking up on a father image, okay, because he was a little bit older than you. Is this, this wasn't your father, correct? No, 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 no. Okay, because I want to make the cl- uh, clarity because you have, like, four people standing around you. Oh, okay. okay. It could be. I got I've, I've lost quite a few people. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's four in particular who are standing around you, uh, sending you love, and there's one that's kind of standing behind them waiting for the go to come, you know, come ahead. Because he wasn't much of a, he wasn't much of a talker, I tell you, because he's not too uh, swift on coming forward. Because we have a woman who's uh, sitting there, yes, come through, come through, you know, make way. Um Whoever wants to come, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I was. Well, he's telling me because I'm getting the sensation now. What the, his passing was due to upper respiratory difficulties, correct? Yes. Okay, and it wasn't said. Actually, he knew he was going. I, I know he knew. I mean, I figured he that. knew. I, 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 he was preparing all along. You know, he was doing things around the home and everything before he before he went to go, and. Uh, Take the rest, as he's calling it. He goes, I had to rest. He goes, it was so tiring carrying this load around. I keep, I can't get a clear picture, but I keep hearing something like Nikita or Chiquita or Bonita or something, my beautiful one. Um, but I'm getting the impression that he said, I'm sorry I didn't tell you goodbye. Wow. 
He goes, I'm sorry that you were the one that was going to find me because he said, I didn't realize how quick I was going to go. He goes, I knew I was going, but my gosh, he goes, it was so quick. It was over. He goes, everybody was there applauding me and saying, come. He goes, how could I? He goes, oh, my goodness. He goes, how could I turn them down? He goes, it's so beautiful here. Yeah. He goes, my goodness. He goes, you would not believe it. He goes, everything they tell you, he said, it's, it's, it's better. He goes, oh, it's so much better. He goes, but I do. He goes, tell her I'm, I do apologize for not, you know, making it a little clearer. Because he said he wasn't really prepared on how quick he was going. He knew. He knew up to the very moment he went. But he said it went so fast. He goes, before I realized I didn't say goodbye to her, I was already gone. <laughs> and he goes, then she couldn't hear me. She, he goes, I was standing over and say, I'm right here, I'm right here. And he says, I touched her, and, and I don't think she felt me, but he goes, I touched her, and I hugged her. And he goes, tell her I love her so much. Oh. And everything's fine. He goes, you know I'm fine. You know that. He goes, you know it. You still feel me around. He goes, I know she does. He goes, she, she does. I do. And he goes, I, I, I think I've seen him. I think I've seen yes. him. He said he wanted to make sure you understood that everything's okay. He said everything's better than okay. He goes, oh, yes. And he goes, thank you so much. He goes, you have been more to him than anything. He goes, you have, you, 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 you were better than anything he could hope for. And you still are. And he says, if it's all right with you, he said, I'll stick around, come around sometimes, you know, and let you know and remind you that we're still we still go on forever he says i feel your love he goes we feel your thoughts and your love and he goes you you have much you have much more to do that's why they didn't uh, come for you to take you home he said because you still have much more to go i do and he said you'll get it done and he goes you're going to do just fine because he said we're here with you and helping you and he said you're going to do just fine I just wish I knew what. <laughs> he said, that's okay. You don't have to know what. You don't have to know what. He says, like God follow. You, you know, Sandra, life is not an intellectual event. We put a lot of a lot of value on in, our intellectual posturing. But love is a heartfelt, heart-opening adventure. And I'm so glad that you called. There's no accidents when Julia was on the line. She's one of the most profound psychic mediums. And again, I want to, Julia, give out your phone number again, sweetheart, and your radio show. And the phone number is 502-742-4896, and the radio show is Namaste Beloved, uh, Wednesday through Friday evenings, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio. All the information is right there on the official Namaste Beloved website at namastebeloved.com. Also, too, Sandra, he keeps pointing at his wrist like he's pointing at a watch. Yeah. And I'm not sure what that means. He keeps it means pointing. we got three minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Two minutes. Because I keep they keep pointing at their watch and everything. But and in short, he's handing me a rose oh. to give to you. Oh. And he says, notice that the rose has thorns. He goes, don't let the beauty, don't let the pain that you know of of the beauty of life get in your way. Keep in mind always the beauty. And that way the pain won't be so hard to deal with. Mm -hmm. And when you identify 
Sandra, my love, with being divine love and nothing else that allows you to, uh, to develop a closer connection with your beloved on the other side because on the other side they know that they're love. And when you remove the obstacles to that unity and that oneness, that'll bring you clarity. When you identify with yourself as being divine love and nothing else, that brings a clarity and a certainty that allows you to trust in your life and allows you to move forward in a way that isn't so sabotaged and cumbersome by the ego. And I want to thank you so much, sweetheart, for I, calling. I, I just wanted to know one little thing. My son <laughs> and his wife have been married for 11 years. I'm hoping for a grandchild when he's soon. Yes, you're going to have a son. Hmm? Grandson. A grandson? Yes. When? Well, there's we got to we gotta go now, honey. i got to wrap up. Okay, thank you so mm -hmm. much. Thank, thank you, you Julia. Okay. And I want to remind you all, you want to go to Amazon.com, you want to put in Wisdom Rising, and you want to buy Wishali's new book, a Pick Up Vision magazine. There's an exciting interview with the woman, Wishali, the wild one. Email me, v at purplev.com, and get on the mailing list. Thank you so much, Julia, for calling in. You rock, girlfriend. Until we do it again next week, rock on, babies. You've been listening to You Are What You Love with author Waishali. To order Waishali's book, You Are What You Love, or to schedule a private self-emergent session with Waishali, visit youarewhatyoulove.com. Thanks for joining us, and remember, you are what you love, and you love whatever you give your attention to. So love wisely.